On Nintendo Switchcraft episode 321, Nintendo surprises us. Uh, Enter the Gungeon is something that you're going to want to check out. Shadowgate is also on its way. Mike Tyson tweets that stuff and your feedback on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday, whenever I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Joe E. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. I'm sure that you guys have been listening to the show for a while. And if you haven't, let me give you a quick update. I have said over and over and over, I don't want this cardboard stuff in my house. I've said it a million. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Labo is not for me and that's okay. It doesn't bother me. Go ahead and make Labo. It's for other people. It's not for me. And then Nintendo found a way to make it for me. Or at least I thought they did. Uh, this is a ridiculous... This, this, this is just a ridiculous thing. I can't believe that I'm, I'm talking about this. But let, let, me, let me give you a quick update. So Nintendo has this Labo VR kit. Which I said that they would never do. And then they did. Uh, if 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 you've if you've learned nothing from listening to this show, it's that I am bad at predicting what Nintendo will do. So if that's what you listen to the show for, you should probably listen to somebody else, somebody that knows what they're talking about. Um, guess what? There's nobody out there that that uh, is predicting this. And even if they are, it's in jest, and they don't really think it's going to happen. Let's be honest. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think this would ever happen. Nintendo made this Labo VR kit, and we've talked about it on the show before, and, and I said, oh, this, this seems like it could be cool, but it's not really for me, and I'm not going to pick it up because I don't want this stuff in my house. And then Nintendo put out this ridiculous tweet. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reset the video. There we go. They put out this ridiculous tweet. Where's my show button? I'm on the wrong screen. There we go. Uh, so they put out this ridiculous tweet. Experience two beloved games in new ways with the Toy-Con VR goggles from Nintendo Lab Kit Lab VR Kit. And the first thing that it sh- shows is Mario. And it says, join Mario for bite-sized bonus experience in simple, friendly, uh, fun games. Collect music notes and coins to complete objectives in three new mini missions. Revisit the Cap Seaside and Luncheon Kingdoms. All, all in VR, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. I mean, this is uh, this is the wrong screen. What the hell is going on here? Um, I guess I can't show it. I'm not. I'm not sure why that's the wrong screen. Um, and then they they went ahead and they said you can see Hyrule in in a whole new way. It said enjoy this epic adventure like ever before. Now. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that my favorite game of all time is Breath of the Wild. I adore that game. I have 200 hours into it, and if I picked it up tomorrow and started playing, 
I would probably be completely hooked again and have to put at least 50 to 60 hours in it before I was like, okay, I can put this down again. It's just so good. If you're listening to this show and you have not picked up Breath of the Wild yet, then you need to stop listening or better yet, just put in your headphones and go to the store, buy Breath of the Wild and install it. Now, on April 25th, there's going to be free updates to both Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. And that is going to give us the ability to play the game in VR mode. Now, if you've if you've heard me talk about this in the past, the thing that I need to make sure that I point out is that when you're using the Labo VR kit, let me just take my hat off. If if when you're using the Labo VR kit, you there's no strap on it. You have to hold it up to your head. So immediately when I saw this, um, the 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 base lizard part of my brain took over and it said, Bill, go to Amazon right now and pre-order Labo. And I listened and I pre-ordered Labo. So right now there's some cardboard that's probably on its way to my house. I'm not sure if I'm happy about that, but it happened. Okay, it happened. Let's move on. Uh, when you when you put together the VR kit, you have to you have to hold it up to your face. There's no strap to hold it to your face. So, you know, people were trying to figure out how are you going to play Super Mario and Breath of the Wild <laughs> while you're holding the Switch up to your face. And uh, Nintendo was talking to I think it was The Verge. And they said, well, yeah, the Joy-Cons are attached to the Switch, and you're controlling... Where's my Switch? Oh, it's in the dock. Uh, you're holding... That's <laughs> so stupid. You're going to hold it up to your face like this and play the game. <sighs> Nintendo. This sounds stupid. It sounds so stupid. And I, I guess I should have known... I should have known ahead of time that this is the kind of thing that we, that would be happening. But I was like, I don't know, my brain, like I said, the lizard part of my brain took over. And before I knew it, I had pre-ordered Labo VR kit. Now, there's a, there's a good, good part of this is that my son, who is 10, you know, I won't let him use PSVR. Uh, we don't, so I, I haven't bought PSVR. Um, I won't let them use Oculus Rift. I haven't bought Oculus Rift. I haven't bought any VR stuff because I won't let him use it. And I felt like it's not, you know, it's just kind of mean to have this super cool stuff in the house that he would obviously have a lot of fun with and say, no, you can't play it. Uh, and it's because they, they say that those systems shouldn't be used by anybody under 13. Now, do I really think it's going to cause any problems? Probably not. But God, I'd hate to be wrong about that. And Nintendo says seven. Now, why do they say seven? Well, my guess is because you probably can't use Labo VR for any length of time because your arms are going to get tired. You have to hold the damn system up like this while you're playing. It's not going to be the most comfortable way to play. So I think that you know, it's probably okay for kids. And Nintendo obviously says that it's okay for kids. They said seven. So 
Am I going to cancel my pre-order? I haven't decided yet, but probably not. Probably not. My son, I'm, I'm going to give it to my son. So don't expect me to talk about uh, how it is in Mario Odyssey or Zelda right away because I'm not going to put it together. I'm going to let him do all of that stuff. He's going to be the one to put it together. And then when it's like when when after he puts it together and he's used it and and he's tired of it and the cardboard is going to be sitting in the corner, then I'll go grab it. I'll I'll throw Zelda in. I'll throw Mario in and I will see what it's like. Uh and you know, we'll talk about that. Um but damn it, Nintendo has found a way to sell a whole lot of VR kits. I'm telling you, right now, there were, there were a lot of people whose, whose lizard brains took over that morning. And they all went to wherever it is that they pre-order stuff. And they pre-ordered VR. I guarantee that this sold a lot. In fact, I think I read a story today that Nintendo Labo VR kit is the number one selling video game in on Amazon Japan right now. Um, I can't confirm that because I'm already recording the show and uh, I'm just not going to stop recording the show to look it up. But I think that that is a very uh, good sign for Labo VR that uh, what what other games do we think we can get with Labo VR? and the thing about the thing about VR and Zelda and Mario is, is it still seems to be a third person experience. Now, I know that there's a lot of games in VR now that are third person games, but like my brain has trouble understanding that because I've never played VR, so I don't know. Um, but my brain says, "What well, doesn't it have to be in first person? Isn't that kind of the point of VR?" I don't know. I think it's weird. And Nintendo sold me some Labo stuff, even though I said over and over they never would. And all they had to do is throw Zelda in there, especially Breath of the Wild, because I love that game. It's super good. Johnny Lincoln chat says, I would guess some sort of VR mode in Mario Kart. There you go. Okay, so Mario Kart. Uh, so listen, if you want to give your ideas for what are the best ways that that labo vr kit could be used in existing games then you can tweet at me at run jump stomp or or use the hashtag nintendo switchcraft on twitter and i will see it and i will read your response on the show you can of course also uh use the anchor app and call and uh you can call and leave a voicemail and uh, i will play that on the show as well but uh mario kart that seems like a great idea um trying to think of what other stuff not splatoon that wouldn't work uh but maybe arms like you could go first person in arms games that would be kind of neat as well i don't know let me know what you guys think i think that this uh could be huge for nintendo but i'm a lot less excited than i was when i first read about it is that wrong of me Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, listen! So as I record this, um... The video that I'm going to talk about is currently processing. I uploaded it to video like right before I sat down to record. And it is my first look at Enter the Gungeon. Uh, if you don't know, Enter the Gungeon is this top-down twin-stick shooter that is really, really popular. And I I, I kind of looked at it a few times and never pulled the trigger on it. Ah, see what I did there? I didn't do that on purpose. Uh, I never pulled the trigger on it. But today I did, and the reason why is because it's on sale for half off, and I had enough gold coins uh, to buy the game because it's seven bucks. I mean, why the hell not? I figured uh, it's seven bucks, and based on what people have said on Reddit, you could put hundreds of hours into this game. So I figured, let's check it out. Let's see what it's like. And man, this game is really cool. I love the art. The art is just fantastic. It's got pretty good music as well. And it's got a good gameplay loop. It's randomized. So every time you go in, it's different. There's a bunch of different classes. And they keep adding new content. I guess that today, they um, they released their final uh, content patch for Enter the Gungeon. And, uh, you know, to celebrate, they put the game at half off. And I downloaded it and I played probably 20 minutes of it. And it's really good. It's really, really good. So uh, if you're on the fence about whether or not you should pick it up, go and watch my first look over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, and uh, get an idea uh, based on that, on whether or not it's a game for you. Uh, it's definitely a game for me, and I'm looking forward to playing more of it. It's really good. Another first look that I have that's, you can't watch it yet. It's, uh, I think it comes out, the the first look, the video comes out on April 11th. And that is Shadowgate for the Nintendo Switch. It's this, almost like, I, I, I want to say, like a first person, it's not a role playing game, like a first person puzzle game where you are making your way through a dungeon and I thought it was a first-person dungeon crawler where you're on like a grid and you're moving forward or or turning and fighting monsters and stuff. It's not like that. It's more like um, there's like a painting in front of you and you can interact with some objects like pick up this key and put the key in the door and solve puzzles and fight a monster. 
um and it's turn-based which is cool uh but it, it it was not what i was expecting and it's actually pretty fun i can't say anything about it because it's still under embargo but if that sounds interesting to you then make sure that you check out uh my first look if you go to the show notes today which you can find over at runjumpstomp.com and just click on it it'll give you the chance to click a little bell so that it'll it'll let you know when that video is actually available i think that'll be on the 11th and you know i put a bunch of stuff over at that youtube channel so make sure you check it out all right last episode i asked a question I said, which of the three new NES games are you most excited for on the Nintendo Switch? That was my question. And so just a refresher, if you didn't know, the three games are Punch-Out, Mario 2, The Lost Levels, and Star Soldier. And I I posted a uh, poll to Twitter to see what people thought. And um, it was very surprising. Mario 2, The Lost Levels actually won with 54 percent of the vote uh punch out came in second place with 40 percent and then star soldier only got six percent of the vote like nobody knows what that game is it's funny last time i was talking about um or last episode when i was talking about this uh one of the people in chat i can't remember who said it they said don't sleep on star soldier it's supposed to be a really good game uh these games come out in in four days uh from when i'm recording this they come out on the 10th so if you have Nintendo Switch online, you're going to have access to these and you can check them out. Uh, let me know what you think of them. Uh, but Punch-Out is the one that I'm most excited for. And speaking of Punch-Out, this is, this is just too funny for me not to include. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, who uh, he was the, like when I was a kid, he was the boss in uh, the Punch-Out game. And he tweeted... <laughs> He tweeted two days ago. He said, I heard that Nintendo is making a new Punch-Out game without even contacting me. It won't be the same. My knockouts made the game. That's whack. (laughs) Which, that made me laugh. It made me laugh a lot. Now, Mike Tyson, uh, (laughs) I have kind of, I've liked him in pretty much everything I've seen him in. Even, even when he was at the Emmy Award, not, um, the Tony Awards, dancing on stage with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like I, I liked Iron Mike doing his thing, but he had nothing to do with that game. Uh, he was the boss at the end of the game. Uh, and it was cool, but for a vast majority of people who have played punch out, they never saw Mike unless they put in the code and then they just got their tail handed to him every single time because he was really, really hard to beat. And unless you could beat everybody up to him, there's no way you stood a chance. I probably got to Mike Tyson two or three times at max. Most of the time I lost when I played against Soda Popinski. Soda Popinski wiped the floor with me almost every time. There were very few times where I got past him and onto onto the the ones after that and then finally up to mike tyson and i never beat mike tyson um but he wasn't what made the game what made the game was the fantastic art style the really really tight controls the really good gameplay uh the great music and sound effects 
and the ridiculousness of all of the stupid stereotypes that they put in that game. It was really, uh, it, it, Punch-Out is a game that I adore, but Mike Tyson was a very, very small part of it. And what makes it even funnier is that Mike Tyson, this is the first time that he found out that they made a version of the game without him in it. They, uh, they went back like forever ago and re-released Punch-Out with Mr. Dream instead of Mike Tyson. Which, <laughs> I mean, and it's been all these years and this is the first time that he's hearing about it. I know, the guy probably doesn't play video games very much and that's okay. I just I just think it's funny that, <laughs> that Mike Tyson's like, whoa, hold on a sec. Are you telling me that they're making a, a, a Punch-Out game and they didn't even ask me? I'm Punch-Out. No, you're not. You're not Punch-Out. Little Mac is Punch-Out. Um, I think that Nintendo should though, I think they should reach out to, to Iron Mike and they should say, would you like to be in Smash Brothers? And they can make a skin for Little Mac that looks like Mike Tyson. I think that that would be really cool. And, uh, you know, if you think it's a good idea, then tweet at Nintendo and at Mike Tyson that, that Mike should be in Smash Brothers as a skin for Little Mac because that would be rad. And use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft while you're at it. All right? These people are upset because even after waiting all night, they were unable to get their kids a new version of a game called Dragon Quest. All right, let's uh, move on to feedback, although I kind of already started feedback. Uh, this is a tweet from Smash Block at Smash Block Games, who is also a... Um, a patron uh, of the of the show, so thank you very much, Smash Block. Uh, they said uh, they tweeted at me. At, um, I cannot find the Nintendo Switch dock at retailers. Do you think the lack of this product could hint towards a dock redesign for the new uh, Nintendo Switch Pro model coming in 2019? Hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. Okay. That's very interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. The fact that they're going to have to... Re if if they do bring out a new Nintendo Switch, they will have to redesign the dock if they change the size of the machine at all. Um, the, the current dock fits this perfectly. You slide it in and it holds it on both sides really, really well. So if they if they make it thinner or thicker or smaller, or narrower, or anything, they're going to need to put out new docks. And Smash Block, I guess, was looking for a, a, buying a new dock for his Switch, and they can't find one anywhere. So does that mean that we're, is that more evidence that we're on our way to getting another Switch? I don't know, maybe? Uh, it could also just be that Nintendo is is really conservative and they don't like having things on shelves, especially things like docks. And I think early on when the switch first came out, I think early on it was very difficult to find uh, an extra dock and, and Nintendo, like I thought that they had caught up because we've got, we, we bought one extra dock at my house. So at my house, we've got three docks because we have two switch. Each one came with a dock and then we bought an extra dock for the bedroom in case we wanted to play like Dr. Mario in there or, or whatever. 
or death squared um it sometimes we we just want to sit down and play puyo puyo tetris against each other and and my wife will just kick my tail with it uh but we've got three docks and the idea of a new dock coming out and i might have to replace those docks because maybe i'll get the pro switch and it won't be compatible with the docks that I have. That would be upsetting to me. I wouldn't like that. In fact, that might keep me from upgrading. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, only time will tell. However, let's just pretend that Smash Block's uh, idea is is correct, and that this means that we're getting a new switch, and that we're getting a new switch dock. What do I think that entails? I think it just entails a new shape. I don't think it actually means that it's going to be like this this new dock that will make the switch more powerful that could be used as an external GPU. I, there's been a lot of people who have speculated over time since the switch has this modular uh, nature to it that by getting a more powerful dock when you dock the switch, it can overpower everything and make your gameplay experience uh, like a PS4 or a an Xbox One. And that's just not the case. Uh, now, what does happen when you dock the Switch is that it stops limiting the uh, CPU based on the battery. So what happens when you take the Switch off of the dock is it says, oh, I'm not docked, I'm not connected to a power source, so I'm going to limit how much that I do in order to conserve battery. That makes perfect sense. The dock just tells the switch you can stop limiting yourself now, and it makes the switch run faster. It's not that the dock is doing any of the work. It's just telling the switch you can go to your full potential now. So there's been a long time where ever since the switch was unveiled, where people are like, we're going to get a pro dock at some point. You're going to plug it in, and it's going to be like just this powerhouse and I never thought that that was the case. I still don't think that's the case. And even if Smash Block is right about this, about a new dock coming along with the new Switch models that have been rumored for a while, um, I don't see the new dock as being this thing that makes the, the, the Switch like super powered when you put it into that. It's just an HDMI and power thing. That's all it is, at least in my opinion. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm welcome to be wrong about that because I'm often wrong about stuff. I said that earlier on in the show. Okay. Uh, another question that I asked on Twitter is uh, last week or last episode, I said, how many of you only have the digital version of Starlink? And, uh, that, that got a bunch of votes and, uh, there's 29 minutes left. So I'm sure I'm sure that uh, a couple more votes may trickle in, but it was actually pretty surprising, the results. Um, first off, my three choices were physical, digital, or not at all. And I should have also included in there both, because as soon as I posted this, somebody said, oh, I bought both. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. Um, so physical, digital, or not at all. Digital came in last place with 16%. Uh, physical was 40% and not at all was 44%. So of the people who follow me, and that's a pretty self-selecting group as people who like Nintendo stuff, um, 44% of the people who interacted with this tweet didn't buy Starlink. 
That's why they're not doing physical copies of the expansion stuff. That's why it, it didn't sell very well. And that's why the game was on sale for so long. However, if I look at this, um, Leo Stern says, I got physical because it was $20 and I couldn't not buy it. Uh, and that's exactly the same thing for me. Um, at Redmar86 says, I always see this on sale. Many times I wanted to pull the trigger, but I'm just not sure if it's worth it. I'm talking digital copy. Can anyone give me a real honest answer if it's worth it? And I can't because I haven't played it myself. Uh, James, uh, or at Lego Law says, I bought a physical and got a couple more physical items. I wish the physical permanently unlocked digital though, as that is an easier way to play. Our wing display is nice. So what he's basically saying is he would prefer that if when you scan in the physical object, you never had to interact with the damn physical object again. You could just put it on the shelf and forget about it. And when you play the game, you didn't need to do that. And that's one of the reasons why I don't want to play the physical version because I don't want to, I don't, I'm just not interested in having that ship on my controller. I think that that just looks unwieldy. Um, at TL Big Nerd says, Digital Deluxe, got it on my Black Friday sale and played co-op for days with my son. We still talk about it. Uh, at Rust Belt Geeks said, I purchased the physical and got the GameStop and Target exclusives as well. I will more than likely buy the digital so I can get all the ships. I, I replied to him. I said, you must really love this game. And they said, funny thing, I've only put about two hours into the game. So I find that funny. Uh, at um, Divertito underscore said, I got it for $14.99 physical on a Newegg sale. Um, Colonel Katafi picked it up the other day for 18 pounds, an absolute steal. Uh, at Wonky Toad got the digital complete version. Um, uh, at Love My Ness got the physical and then digital deluxe because they wanted all of the goods. So he's one of the people that bought both. At Nightcrawler724, uh, got the physical and the digital. And at Draco Augustus said that they want to do that. And at Tanuki R said, I bought it three times physically. Physically? Uh, I bought it three times physically. Two were gifts. One was for display. And I bought it digital. I'm waiting for the update this month to really dive in, though. It feels like a lot of people are waiting. Uh, but thank you guys for the feedback. I, I, I love it when, uh, when you guys respond to that stuff. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, so keep those responses coming. That's it for today's episode. Uh, if you want to become part of the community, it's absolutely easy to do. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can watch the show live at my Twitch page, which is runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me uh, by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. And don't forget to use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. That really is the easiest way to get your stuff on the show because uh, it just makes it so easy for me to find stuff. If you're looking to support the show, stop by uh, my website runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. For more content like this, check out the same website slash shows. And if you want to check out the music for today's episode, check it out at slash music. Uh, thank you to everybody. Thank you to the live chat for hanging out with me while I'm here. You guys are awesome. I will see you all next time. Until then, stay awesome. Bye-bye.